I mean, look, even Nicholas just said like a hundred times, Tiger's the best that I've ever seen. Would you all just leave me alone? <laughs> Stop trying to Let me up. suffer. Like, I just want to be miserable. Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Players Only Podcast, a partner of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. We are the best place to catch up on golf from around the world, including the golf of your favorite big players. Ben, Josh, Tyler, Tully, Colin, and Kenny Oneput. We are going to kick this emergency episode off with the elephant in the room, the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, and Live merging into one conglomerate golfing entity. We'll roll around the room and get everyone's reaction and then any of the up-to-date facts we have about the situation. Make sure you head on over to Instagram and follow us at Big Players Only Pod and check out our Facebook page, the Big Players Only Podcast Facebook page. We hope you enjoy the episode. All right. Wow, wow, wow. What a day in <laughs> golf news. All those U.S. Wow. Open qualifiers. Wow, wow, wow. Like, it was pretty I had crazy. this big spiel to talk about the Memorial. We had a great finish there. We got the RBC coming up. But we got to talk about the elephant in the room, the PGA, the Live, the DP World Tour. The fight for number three on the podcast. Are somehow joining forces now. I mean, I think that this came as a curveball to everyone. Maybe inevitably we thought there was definitely going to be some kind of now, I don't know about merger, but some kind of alliance between the leagues because the division in golf was just too much over the past 12 months, not seeing some of the best players on live play against the best players on the PGA Tour. But now we got a full-on merger between the three biggest golf entities in the world. I'm not sure how the antitrust laws will or how the DOJ will rule against that as a pretty much the biggest monopoly in sports, I would say. But I want to get your guys' comments. What do you think about the whole thing and uh, any other thing you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, is this the biggest sports news bomb, like, ever? Like, just I mean, out of nowhere. Too. Obviously, we're living <laughs> yeah. in golf, so, like, we're a little biased, but, like, I can't ever remember being that shocked and just invested in what's happening. Wait, LeBron's decision didn't have the same <laughs> yeah. impact as you? The worst thing for me was I was at work when I saw it happen. I'm just like, who at work can I tell that this happens? Like, there was literally no one that yeah. I could tell. Because yeah. I was like, one, I'm not working, but two, is You like, work with a bunch of old whites. Don't they love this? Yeah. <laughs> but apparently not, but I was, like... Floored. I yeah. think that's how we knew it was such big news when we were getting other text groups blowing up. I mean, like the old group, yeah. the old man text group started texting me. Oh my god, the news! And like my right. mom sent it to me. My mom <laughs> sent me a link to the article. Teresa, yeah. yes, you know what? one, my one mother. When they invite Barstool to be on CNN, you know it's a big deal. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I mean, it, I, I think we were all like literally shocked at first for like an hour, right? I mean, like it was just. Ben sent a text like dot dot dot. You're like, is it April Fool's? Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. Just I'm sitting here thinking Ben's got like great news for the podcast. Like yeah. someone wants to like give us a million dollars. Rory Saudi up. wants to back the podcast, but no, it, it, it was this. We wouldn't sell out. We, we're, we're we probably out. would. To get back to Dub's point, it, it is kind of. I was on driving here. I was thinking about the monopolization of it all and just how crazy. Like compare it to another sport. Like if. Every basketball player in the world was regulated, or every baseball player was regulated by one single person, not even an entity, but like one single person at the top of the totem pole. Uh, it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson is going to have the NFL probably soon. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, just saying, but like that's that's never probably happened in the history of any sport ever, right? I mean, kind of crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's 
it, it, yeah, the, Sear, what, the guy's name is, right? The head of the PIF or yeah, whatever. The, yeah, and, and it, the wild thing to me is, like, how monumental it is the, like, like you said, the monopolization of it and how no one knew anything about it, seemingly. Like, not none of the players, maybe, you know, a Rory might have known about it. Like, there's rumors. Like, that's why he didn't play for three weeks. It was because he was grumpy or something. But, like, no one knew any. This came out of absolutely nowhere. Like, how do you keep something this huge for the landscape of the sport under wraps like they did. Well, I think they were able to hide behind the, the guise of, oh, there's ongoing litigation that we have to meet with each other on. So, like, when they're meeting with, with each other, I think they could kind of say, oh, that's what we're doing. Like, we're not doing anything. So this was all secret. part of the plan in the long run kind of thing? Uh, yeah. I think you could, you know, speculate of this was the grand plan that Phil Mickelson came up with and orchestrated Scott. and got the leader of Saudi Arabia to well, the prince. buy the PGA. The, the chancellor, whatever <clears throat> the fuck his name is. I mean, obviously, we don't know the implications of it all. It's still very fresh, but it, I'm, I'm – it's – who has control over what is obviously going to be the big thing that's unraveling over the next three to four weeks or something here. Like, is are they going to literally decide who gets money? It's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. Don't, we just don't know. I, that was that was my question. Like, I just hope that whatever comes out of this, like things between the golf season between January and August next year remains the same. Like, I don't want to have, yeah. I don't want to be pra- replacing like PGA Tour events for like, the live Australia event next year. Well, that's probably going to happen. Well, that's, like I don't, it should. I don't think live's going to exist gonna anymore. I think live. I think live dissolves. It's, it's like, going to be a more happen? global tour, maybe with. Okay, well then, like, what about like the Chase Kepkas who like were weren't even on tour before live happened, and now they're Corn, on board. Yeah, but like, okay, but they are gonna. Yeah. He's gonna be like he he wants. He's gonna want to spy. He's gonna say like I was the. I was in this top like sixty however many players on live. Like I should have a PGA tour spot if we're all merging together. Yeah, grow the field yeah. for another year. Have these massive fields and then a larger cut. Or they know. just make a rule you had to have one shot under par on live golf and Chase Kepka's just out. Well, isn't there a real chance that all the non elevated events just get wiped and they're like they're replaced by all the live events? I mean that's I'm not like not like one for one, but that's a real possibility, right? I, mean, I think it's gonna be kind of what we've seen already where like there is a designated event sometimes and then there's those lesser events that like you know the bermuda butterfield butterball whatever the heck that <laughs> tournament is called <laughs> and like you're gonna have that event going on and then it's gonna be maybe like a larger team event that is those you know 45 60 players that were the designated guys that they were already going to be kind of transitioning to a smaller no cut whatever format for certain events next year i think you're going to see that accompanied by those other events still occurring and it's just gonna no one's gonna watch those anyways i mean like thinking through it it's just disappointing as someone who supported the pga tour and not the live tour like what's the best case scenario next year like they just merge back the live guys are playing uh, with the pga tour guys again we're playing a very similar schedule to what was before well then in that case that just means that the guys who went to live are the only ones who benefit here or benefit the most and that should that's not the way it should be what if the purses now double for every PGA event, now the P, granted the PGA okay, guys don't get two hundred million dollars for a year's worth. Sure, of Sure, but, but but how how much money did DJ make winning like four tournaments yeah. over the past year? Like, I, Rom didn't have that opportunity. Scotty didn't have that opportunity. Sure, but like <laughs> the fundamental difference is that DJ was willing to sacrifice his moral standing. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> sitting around the craps table. I'm going to you know, okay, roll yeah, the dice. But that kind of leads into a different... Uh, yeah, it's a whole separate like conversation. Another yeah. conversation, like, those... The, the guys who stuck with the PJ Tour stuck with the PJ Tour because of, like, 
their loyalty to it, and now and they got screwed. Yeah. Now hey. they're screwed because yeah. the PGA up. tour completely sell, yeah. sold. Yeah, do out we today. see guys try to break off and make another tour now? The old PGA they already guys. have the. Yeah, tomorrow, we'll, we'll maybe, maybe you guys go elsewhere and try to do the thing. Rory and Tiger do like a full tour thing. That could, I, I would say Rory and that. Tyler there. Tiger, I think, you and Tyler. Just, I think Rory, Tiger, slip. and Tyler are going to do their own tour. I mean, I think the there's we have to have two separate conversations here, and I, I know like whether it's we're just talking about the quality of the golf we're going to see or like the moral aspect of it all. It's almost like it's you obviously can't separate them, but they're almost two completely different conversations, aren't they? For like, sure. Like there's the like the actual like. What does it mean for what we're going to see every year? And then, like, how messed up is, is it from the moral side of everyone that was so aggressively against it? Jay Monahan you know, coming out, so like, this is just wrong. Backing, you know, it was like the United Nine Eleven people. I forget what the actual yeah, like title yucky. of their it name feels is. yucky. The whole it's, thing feels yucky. It's it's very <laughs> scummy, especially when you add in like how much like they were counting on a Rory, uh, you know, a Colin Morikawa, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, all those guys to like be their champions and then none of them knew about it ahead of time like it's just that like the, that is a very different conversation for sure yeah i think this is what they wanted all along they wanted to be the leaders of professional who golf. is they saudi the piff the whatever investment fund and so they finally are here and they get to be able to control the global game they get to sports wash 10x what they were already doing but ken you're right like we got to separate this and and as a golf fan, I think we're going to look back on this, and this is going to be a net positive. We're we're not we're no longer fractured where we have these two different tours. There's going to be a, a shitload more money coming into the game of golf, and there's going to be some new innovative ideas. So I think they're going to bring this team format that I think we all kind of talked about. Like, why doesn't the PGA Tour do something like this and and bring new ideas and and a fresh perspective and maybe spice it up a little bit? I definitely agree. I agree with that from the like fan perspective, just like the casual fan coming to watch this, there's no no downside to it. You're going to see more of the better golfers together, theoretically playing more events where they're all there. Mm-hmm. Like similar to how we liked the idea of a designated event. It's just the, it's the scumminess that's the problem. Like to anyone that is maybe a little more invested in golf has watched the situation develop a little longer, that it's just kind of like rubs you the wrong way, at least for... Like not not towards the players that didn't go, but towards the people that were directing it, towards anything that just says PGA Tour on it. I feel a little like weird. But that's assuming that Liv, who is fundamentally in control, or the PIF, is actually going to let people play. Like there's an evil empire version of this, and that's a little reactionary. <laughs> but there's a version of this where they just set the field. These hundred guys are invited, and we're going to keep the chase kept to sixty guys and plus the forty best PGA. And the rest of the guys aren't even allowed to play. Well, like that's actually a possibility. I don't think, I don't think it is. So the, it's uh, how I understood was the board is made up with the PJ majority. Yeah. So, so I it's think like, it's just all the Saudi money is going into. It's my understanding. They have but the it's chairman. Really the board, of the board. Is con- yeah, but, but the didn't the PJ board just flip on the interest of the players already completely? Well, maybe this is to get the new interest of the player. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I still have the majority of the control, is my understanding. The Yasser guy is Logan Roy. Yeah, basically. He still like, answers yeah, to the board. Yeah, so it doesn't, like, he's the, yeah, but, but the, he doesn't chair of the board. He's chairman of the board, but, <laughs> yeah, but he was always Jay Monahan is going to be CEO of the new TBD determined name. We see how he treated his last CEO, though. Last CEO didn't even know about this deal. Greg Norman's definitely Tom and all. I read he was, what, a sticking point in this deal? Basically, Norman? it's like Norman's got to go. Otherwise, we're never. Norman had no this. idea this even happened. Yeah, like, so it's like, okay, get this buffoon. I, I mean, yeah, he had the right idea. He had the vision, but he misexecuted every step along the way. So 
kick to the curb. By that logic, you just put Phil out of it, too, because he put his foot in his mouth just as much as Greg Norman. I, I think Phil made all this happen. Phil said some... I mean, he's so, the puppet master. Phil he's, almost he's ruined so much with his quotes for that one book. from the beginning. Whatever the you know one author's name is, like, <laughs> Phil caused a big divide. Phil got so much backlash for saying essentially the same stuff Jay Monahan said, and Jay Monahan's now getting all the shit on because of you know how hypocritical it all looks. I feel like both of them should theoretically be out from a, how can you be on this side? And it just, it feels, again, it's the scumminess of it. It does feel like there's an undertone where Jay went to the table with the public investment fund guy and said, okay, I'm willing to negotiate only if Greg Norman's out. <laughs> it's like, oh, I have no problem stabbing the back of all these people that supported the PGA Tour and missed out on hundreds of millions of dollars. But my number one priority is making sure that Greg Norman's not a part of this. <laughs> It is interesting, though, I, I, and when you talk about number one priority, I think it boils down to all this litigation. I think had that gone through and all this discovery, and I don't know anything about legalese or anything like that, but I think there would have been so many skeletons come out of the PGA Tours closet, whether they lost their status, whether there were improprieties. I think this he was backed into a corner. He didn't have a choice. You either merge with the PIF and all this just goes away, or you you know, get fired and are in jail or, you know, whatever the case may be for what else could have been going on. Well, yeah. What was the PGA Tour doing? I mean, like, what, what were they doing behind the scenes? Like, I can't believe. Well, I think well, they've been operating as a, you know, non-profit organization forever, clearly yeah. making a significant well, you, profit. You, you go back to a lot of the comments Phil made when he initially spoke out against the tour of, like, they have all this money sitting back there that they're just lining the pockets of the execs and not giving to the players. And I mean, you look at yeah. things like that and that stuff would have come out. Yeah. And I think that that was an important note in like the letter you, you probably may have seen on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, like in that letter, Jay Monahan makes a point to say, yeah. And the PGA tour Inc that, you know, he is CEO of at the current time, we get to maintain our nonprofit status in our control. Yeah. So they're still going to be getting those same also slimy, scummy kind of, Potentially, like, we're just getting cash that is never taxed and never touched and all that kind of stuff. So I agree with you there. Like, there was something else happening behind the scenes that we'll never really know. It does feel like they were the envelope. They were kind of backs against the wall. I think, one, it brings out evidence about them being scummy, being a nonprofit, and money going to the wrong people. But I think there's also a lot of them talking to players to stay on the PGA Tour to, you know, and, and to not support Live. And I think there's a lot of collusion. So I think there's a lot that would have come out that, this just felt like they had no other option. And yeah, in 10 years, golf will probably be in a better place. But I want to ask you guys, I guess what I'm worried about is like, does this affect like the majors and like the history of golf and, and how we view it? Or is it just going to turn into a big money grab now? Like, do you think majors will even mean as much as they do 10 years from now? Because you can make a ton of money winning a normal event. You know, majors are the cornerstone of golf. I don't know if they'll be the same in 10 years. Yeah, I think we're going to, we're going to see a massive like kind of paradigm shift to that point of if we go more teams, if we go to all these global big events, I think the majors are just going to get watered down with, with that much money. You don't need Augusta and their influence. Yeah. I mean, you don't need all this stuff and you know, you, you could easily see a world where that stuff just kind of starts to go by the wayside for this new age golf format with teams and, and whatever else they come up with. And so the, the tradition and the legacy and everything that golf has been, I think is going to start going by the wayside. 
I think we're coming off the heels of what is probably the most beautiful day in golf, and that's U.S. Open qualifying, where any guy from any club around the world can can play really well for three days and get into a major. And I think that that's what's so beautiful about golf and, and what the, you know, the game that we all fell in love with. And I'm afraid that it kind of shifts to just a money grab. And yeah, it's still going to be incredible golf played around the world. And this probably elevates the game. It gets more people into it. There's way too much money to, to not look at globally. And I think that that's probably what this is all about is growing the game globally for more money. Yeah, it's all about the money, 100%. There's going to be a, for the next 10, 15, anyone that's currently alive playing like golf competitively, like that is <laughs> weird way to say that. Like it was life expectancy. Anyone that is currently like has any potential to ever be a professional golfer is still going to value the majors. It's going to be 30, 40 years from now. People that aren't alive that come into the whatever professional golf looks like at that point. Whereas the majors will theoretically fall off. Like it's not going to realistically affect a lot of our lifetimes that much in terms of who we're seeing out there. But like it's it's going to be I I agree like it's gonna at some point it's gonna it would theoretically have to because the majors were always separated like obviously there was the history but there was also it was always the biggest purse and now it's it's just not going to be the players is going to have a forty million dollar purse next year or something ridiculous I, mean, I just I guess I wonder about the organizations like the RNA and the USGA who simply their goals are just to to cradle or to to coddle the game of golf and make sure it grows and it's it has genuine intentions and now. The RNA supports it. I think. I mean, they they put a statement out today supporting it. I know because they the you can't not support. Yeah, you can't not support it. I think LPGA did too. Same thing. Well, the LPGA has kind of had Saudi money for a decade, yeah. right? It's just I just think it's a tough. It, it's a really big moment for golf, and I'm not sure that the legacy and the history and what maybe I fell in love with about golf remains in ten or fifteen years because it turns into such a money grab. Like, why does it have to be that way? Why yeah. can we sit here and say, oh well, uh, there's a chance that. The the majors aren't as important. Why can't and we're not the we can't be the only ones thinking that? Like these people have so much money to th- like endless money to throw around. They can decide where the money goes at this point. Why does it have to? Why can't they just like shift more money to the majors at yeah, this point? Because they're separately run. Right. They're the masters a hundred million. Well, well they're, they're not like, a part of. There that. has to be a way to like say to. So what? We're we're just gonna be like the memorial at Jack's place is gonna be like way better than the masters in thirty years. In theory, in the sense of like, because right now, like that was that's why the but like who wants guys to come in? No one wants that to happen. Nobody wants it to happen. But you you'd have to ask the RNA and Augusta National and USGA and the PGA to basically be like, yeah, we're totally cool with this, and then join whatever this new conglomerate is and not be their own separate entities that they are currently that run this. But you can't like, I mean, what Colin always says, like quality of play, quality of course, that'll come through in the end. I think. Right, like if good players playing good courses will always come through, and that makes good TV. So like Augusta is just way cooler than Jack's place, so it's gonna be a thing. Whether or not it's like in twenty years called, whether there's four majors, whether there's two, whether there's eight and ones on each continent, I don't know. But like it seems like are there eight continents now? Seven, seven. Who knows? Mars warming. It'll happen. One live tournament on the moon. I don't. Yeah, we got UFOs and uh, aliens being held by our government. I guess ultimately, my idea is that if guys. If guys went to live knowing there was a potential for them to not play in majors and they did it anyways for the money, I'm kind of that's the kind of similar line of thinking that I have is where money is going to rule everything in golf. And that if the majors don't get the money, 
indirectly that they fall off. I think these guys are smart enough that they're going to give the majors the money. It's like we're every, everyone's tuning into the majors, even if every tournament now is going to get $40 million purses. The same people are going to watch whatever tournament they're going to watch. They're going to be smart enough to put the money where everyone wants to watch. They yeah. want to watch the majors. They want to watch those large events. They're, they're going to be smart enough to figure that At out. At least initially. You know, yeah. I don't know what the 10-year plan is, but like the first couple of years, they're probably going to be like, yeah, Augusta, we love it. It's great. But like, I, I also think this is a very American perspective. Like maybe this is a signaling yeah. that golf is more like soccer is the biggest sport in the world in America. It's called football everywhere else. Exactly, right? And they're like, it's, I mean, like the world cut, like the maybe this, skin. I mean, like golf has <laughs> kind of been this like, we this just like small American sport with like other smaller tours. And now it's like, we're just losing it. And maybe that's part of our, you know, part of why we're mad about it. It's just that the world is taking it. From us. Well, I, I think <laughs> that's a that's a net positive. Again, that's going to come from this is it's going to grow globally. And that's been one thing the PGA Tour hasn't been good with is going global. And we have all these great players from Japan, South Korea, Australia, and there really isn't a, any premier events that are happening in these places. And I think that's going to be something that's going to change drastically is there's going to be big time events played overseas, which... I think it's exciting to see golf in different parts of the world more. Does that mean, just kind of going back to that major, does that mean you're, are you implying those, maybe it's an, an Asian major, you're, well, sorry, a European major, an African major, a, yeah. an Australian major kind of situation? So now it's eight majors in the year or something like that? Yeah. I'm just curious I like mean, what, what kind of picture you're painting. And, stuff. and I think, too, with, with all this investment coming in, they're not necessarily beholden anymore to all the corporate sponsors for the tournaments. So they can be conceivably a little more flexible with the schedule in the u.s and they're not you know oh we have to go back to this course every year even though nobody wants to see it or you know they can try new courses they can move around more and, Are you and telling do me we're something not gonna see the Honda more. classic anymore where nobody likes to play yeah i think i think we've seen the last of uh was that innsbruck <clears throat> that, that, that's the well, that's bow PGA. Don't, do not. pga national yeah, yeah don't don't you're already losing your touch here. dub goodness <laughs> gracious i mean this whole thing is just it's it's a shame that this entire day is, it has been taken up by us talking about golf as like a business. It's just more to me makes me support the players more and like that's it. Like I'm watching because I want to see I want to see Rory win for Rory. I want to see Morikawa. I want to see Manuel. I want to see Morikawa go out there win a major, win a golf tournament, make millions of dollars, and they do it for themselves. Like not anything else other than that that's why i feel like if they try to force feed the team aspect it's going to be weird and i don't know if it's ever going to work like was that that idea has just always felt weird to me like, i like it but i think the teams right now on live just suck like but golf's an individual sport like right but it's not in like college and stuff like there's a team aspect to it like it is, you, there's yeah. an entire like individual tournament know. in college yes i understand it, but there's also but an there's entire team, team event component. and like sure, at, every week where they're playing it's a team general format isn't it well, because yeah, they're at a school. collegiate golfer, I get that. So I, <laughs> I understand what you're saying. But it's different. Like, they're at a school. They're, like, you know, they're, like, living in the same dorm. It's, like, they're on a team. It's fine. You know, it's not, like, it guys. Feels like what if that's what this becomes? Though? Like, these guys <laughs> yeah. love these teams so much. Like, it's a thing. I'm not sure you can foster both individual and team, right? I, well, I think yeah. you're going to see it in a similar way. You know, yeah, Ken, already, to, Ken, Ken already brought up, like, soccer and stuff like that. It's going to be sort of, like, the international teams where there's, like, an international break where – they're all going out and playing whatever is going on. Maybe. And it's just like two, three weeks where they're playing a team event and they're back to the individual where they're all fighting against better. each other. I, mean, yeah. I think I think that's what you're going to see, especially given that you're looking at a primarily Saudi back, which is, you know, they obviously have their hands in a bunch of different soccer stuff. 
I think it'd be very realistic to see something on that kind of format. Yeah, I totally agree with your comment, Ken, about this like right. being a very American perspective. Well, Fuck well me. No, it's on the No, I think it's just like I don't know. I this has been kind of trump, turning in my head. Is like it is very American for me to be upset about this because I do think that we're going to lose events from week to week and they're going to come international. But I think it's probably only an opportunity for college golf and the corn fairy and stuff to grow because it's just what we can watch. Do you think in theory we would get like a DP World Tour, aka European Tour event that's just now going to be happening in the United States, like as like the contrary, like while they're doing the PGA Tour event that's in Asia, there'll be a DP World Tour event that's happening over here, or is it going to be they're all three basically together and it's mixed fields entirely? I think they're together. I think it is. Like I think all these names are not going to exist. So is it one event? Oh, be golf. Is it, be just, one tour. is it just like oh, one event? Be, there's going to be a be tour golf. and there's going to be feeder tours. Okay. I'm just know, curious. Like, yeah, what does it look in like? Different areas. Like the word live is going to be gone. Word PGA is going to be gone. DP is going to be gone. I think it's all going to be gone. removing live from the dictionary? I think all these names are gone. I think it's just one entity. They talked about setting up an yeah. LLC. So that you, we, Tyler, you mentioned that. But so they're going to be an LLC. Tyler said just yeah. golf, golf LLC. They're setting up a separate LLC, and golf. then the PIF is going to be the first initial investor. Yeah, it's the largest investor. Right. So I think that you, you mentioned, like, seat at the table as far as, but, like, like I know the PGA Tour, ex-PGA Tour, and the DP World Tour will still have seats at the board, but ultimately the PIF is who's going to control everything. They're going to be the money guys. I think it's important to keep in mind too, as as skeptical and and depressed as we are right now. <laughs> I think this That's a normal Tuesday for me. Hey, yeah, <laughs> this, yeah. Take away the skeptical part. Yeah, I think this is Alien. what the the premier players of golf have kind of been chasing for a long time. There's been several iterations of this super league. I forget all the terminology, like pro golf league or whatever was floated out, like. People have been trying to do this for a long time, the top players included. And so they're kind of maybe getting to the point where we're what what all these top players have wanted. I mean, it's it's really shitty how we got here and, and everything who has their tentacles in this now. But I, I think this is, at the end of the day, what people have been working towards for a while. Well, and certainly, and the, the game, the global game of golf is going to absolutely skyrocket now. It has to. They talked about the live model these teams like the range goats getting their own like epicenter and a golf course and a training facility. And we have more of those around the world. It's only going to be good for golf, but I just keep going back to the American perspective and it's just robbing us as Americans kind of, of the events that we're used to and the courses we love, because I think those are just going to end up, they're going to be pushed away. So is the CW going to be broadcasting golf like primetime now for us? Like no, have still, another between, option? still between still uh, just CBS and ESPN or what we got? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Poor CW. <laughs> I got a question. Who, who do we think is going to be the first like high-profile name to come out and speak on this? Have we really seen Boy. it, or do you think there's going to be like a joint statement from your top ten guys, yeah. or is just the PG guy, PGA guys in general? Like, who who do we think is going to be that outspoken when they really come out and say something? I got to be on Rory because he's playing in this week's PGA Tour event. He's already, you know, no, been very much so outspoken for or against everything PGA tour. Like obviously he kind of dialed back some comments. He's like, yeah, I believe, you know, Brooke should be in the Ryder cup, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He has pulled back a little bit on things. It's like I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we see Rory leading the charge with 20, 30 guys to say, Hey, we're not playing this week. We, we 
don't mm. like we don't like the direction this went. We're we're not going to play I this week. I wouldn't be surprised. Game. I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. I, I would could love play. That. You just see like thirty guys just withdraw, just kind walk of off, walk off the first tee or something. Everyone goes up for the tee shot, get announced, and they just walk off. I think that because of the way it was treated, because I, that, I they be were they were kept in the dark. People come around, but I, I mean, be this is a player led league, the PGA Tour, and they oh, made these decisions without I them think even the knowing. Players just want to get rid of Monahan. They're going to do whatever they can. There were a lot of calls for his resignation. They're going to do whatever they can to get him out. Yeah, I think Roy's going to play. Win and then win the money and donate it to an anti Saudi trust <laughs> and sit there and put his hand up and say, I'm never playing for them again in my life. That's the problem, though. These guys can't really come out and speak yeah, against them because that's their new employer. I unless mean, it's unless they're going to just tomorrow golf, say, baby. Unless tomorrow they golf. don't need this, they I don't push, care if I get blackballed from once they push the DOJ to kill the deal and they get like they sue they counter sue right. and draw I mean, down the courts for yeah. like years and they can use their own money or some shit i do think that the whole dilemma of golf being fractured is is not quite over i don't think that book has been closed i think the pga tour was in a really interesting spot here right we talked about the litigation and potential unraveling of that and how that sends them into a spiral but i do think that some of these players are definitely still interested in in, in starting another league, I'm just not sure if it succeeds. Augusta coming out in support of it, which is interesting. Well, I, I mean, again, I mean, you kind of have to look through what what lens are they speaking through? The lens of like, we got a shill for them now because we don't want to become irrelevant. So we got to be positive about all well, this. Just so and, everyone knows, we just saw a statement Fred the Ridley just Augusta come out as their first statement while we were recording. So and same with Mike Wanda, the CEO of the USGA. Right, I, I do agree, Dub. I'm not sure if I can take anyone's comments. They're all being politicians for written right value. Now. But yeah. the thing is, with all of these, major, like, is it any different than what they already said by letting the live guys play in it? It's not really a change of tune. It's just that now it takes the complication out of their pocket. Like they don't have to. There's no question now, like, oh, you guys, they, if they qualify, they qualify, period. There's no, if it's all one entity, it doesn't matter to them, doesn't change anything. I, I like, I love the USGA statement. They said, if this helps <laughs> grow the game, does all this stuff, then we're for it. But yeah. we look forward to hearing more about how this is going to play out. Yeah, non-committal. It's nice. I think the next big hurdle is how the hell we figure out OWGR. Because now we're going to have potential team events along with solo events and then limited Field events. The team, and, uh, the team events are going to be so dumb. Yeah, I'm on that. I'll, it's on that a, it's like it's going to be a freaking like all star game, and yeah. then yeah, no I one's going to care. But what if they do a draft, like an actual draft, not where all the South Africans get together or whatever? But it's it's going like, to be an all star game. But the thing no, is, no, you do, yeah, do it twice a year. Of or something. Twenty players, where you just go through and you actually have disparity between the teams. It's not just your top four of your top ten guys on one team. I think that actually could be kind of cool. They, they'd had to also like, like the All Star game play week. together. Have you watched Live, Tyler? <laughs> I said <laughs> not having all the South Africans <laughs> on one team. The, the thing with the All Star game comparison is the defense is the golf course. Like there's no, there's no <laughs> and defense wins championships. But no, like you see, like, in the, you watch the NBA All Star game. The and that's not the golf I'm not talking about like the defense is the golf course. I'm not comparing basketball to golf. I'm saying an All Star game are. The, the best players in the league get together and they play on the same team. That's what this yeah. is going to be. You talk about two to three, four weeks, whatever, they play team golf. It's going to be an all-star game. No one's going to care. No one's going to yeah. watch. Not even the players are going to care. Well, it'll but be no, a, that, it'll, my it's like a novelty. It's like a large, novelty. You have, maybe you have 40 teams. So you've got, yeah. let's do some quick math, 160 guys that are out there. you got four guys on the team. Someone check Former that. accountant but right so then you don't. Math. It's an actual draft where it's like, I'm going to pick the best guy available. And then you get where you got 160 and one on the same team. That could get interesting, I think. Each team puts out four guys a week for the – 
the top tour. They put out four guys for the next tier tour. They put out four guys, and you have these big teams that you yeah. buy and sell players. I don't. I so don't are you suggesting the it's like a, team. it is a overarching? It's all team, and then there is like they have. You know, we'll say Team A has minor a leagues. corn fairy. They get minor league minor league call a guy situation. Like call a, a guy up. Yeah. <laughs> you got hey, a guy. Dollars just calling the left. Is that is that kind of like what you're? Uh, genuine question. Is that what you're describing? Well, I, I think that's the the evolution of the team format. I'm okay with it. I'm just maybe they'll play a scramble. That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not golf. That's not the game. Hey, of I golf, don't want to scramble. Golf either. is an individual sport. <laughs> I tend to agree with Colin. Like here. seriously, we'll it no. It's like you're talking about turning golf into like the MLB or the NBA. Hey, that's how, not what anybody. That's wait, not baseball. How, much, how much do you enjoy the Ryder Cup? That's a team event. But but it's completely different. But it's completely different. That's but country you, versus country. You find not random ground. teams that have been right, drafted. Random, but these random teams become established teams over time. I just, it's not going to be that way right away. It's going to take some while to buy into it. But it's never going to be. Hey, the four aces are equivalent to America. Well, Joel Damon said he's been dreaming about being on the four aces. But if you pull that, if you get an actual team that establishes itself and it's not this gimmick that Liv was, I think that could be pretty cool. All right, let's table this. I think I think there's something there. I'm just not sure how individual and team aspects are fostered throughout an entire well, season. We're doing two podcasts today, right? And we're past the golf ball to somebody else. We're looking at this as avid golf fans. I mean, they're trying to draw in non-golf fans right now with the team format, and that's how you draw people in. Agreed. <laughs>